Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning, everybody. How is it going? Are you having a good day? I am, actually. It's uh, so far a quiet Wednesday. That could change after this podcast. When I go out and check my cows, it's calving season. Woo-woo. It was not a quiet weekend. Um, very strange things happened this weekend with my animals. Very bizarre things. So normally in my world, when I wake up in the morning and I'm drinking my morning coffee and, you know, chilling and contemplating life, I tune into my place, I check my animals energetically, and I, you know, can usually get hits or... Something feels off when something's happening that I need to take care of. And so this is part of my day-to-day. Or my horses will be all weird and I'll know something's up or my cows. And I, I, I check everything energetically, physically. It's all part of the deal, right? The reason I'm good at this ranching thing is because I'm psychic. And, you know, with that instincts and intuition, But every once in a while, very strange things happen. And um, it can cause us to second-guess ourselves if we're really that intuitive or psychic. But let me tell you, you are. You don't always get to know because that's also a learning on how those energies feel. So Saturday morning. My husband and children went to town to buy some protein tubs for the cows because our weather's been strange and um, the hay doesn't have as much protein as it has in past years, and, you know, you can tell. And so we headed into town. I stayed home, actually, and just, you know, did my usual stuff, and there was no nudges or hits to go outside, not yet anyway. And then um, they got home, and my husband had this little bit of urgency to make it a quicker trip, like not to, you know, engage in any extra shopping or anything like that. In fact, he forgot some stuff, which is okay. And so we go out, and we deliver the protein tub to the cows, and he had bought one for my horses. And, well, if you've been listening, you know how I feel about my horses. And we check all the cows, and everything was okay. We did plan on bringing some in. Um, the next day or that day that we're getting close, one of them being my adorable little island. And, uh, like, spidey senses were on alert. And then he drives me back to the house, and he was going to go do something else, and I just snarled at him. Like, I don't even know where that came from. And I'm like, what are you doing? We're delivering this protein tub to Friday, my horse. And now my husband knows how I feel about Friday, so he's just like, okay. And he knows that when I'm, like, we're doing this to listen. Yeah. 
So we go around the corner, around the corrals, and drive up to deliver this mineral tub. And he's like, oh, my gosh, is that a dead bull? And I look over, and there was this black and white thing stretched out underneath there it's a long blue um, feeder barley that we give the bulls and it's portable like it moves I have no idea how he ended up in this predicament and so I panic of course we jump out of the truck I jump over a fence which is not like me but first I had to have a little panic attack you know that flight or flight or fight where I'm like, no, 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 no. Because personally, I feel I can energetically change what's happening, perhaps even bring back the dead bull. Like, seriously, I feel like I have that power, even though it's never worked. When my bail truck started on fire, that was my first reaction. No, 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 no. Like the, the, you know, source and force of my energy is going to change what's happening here. (laughs) I feel like I can, and maybe sometimes I do. Not sure. The bull was not dead. We saw him twitch. We're like, okay, we have hope here. And so we pull away the trough, and he's like flat out. Like the bull hole that he created with his melting, because he melted so much snow, was incredible. I don't know why this bull is alive. And I, we really don't know how he managed to get in that predicament, like I said. Because he was wedged between the fence and the feeder, and the feeder should have moved at some point during whatever the heck happened. He's got, like, some bruises and some scrapes. Like, it's a disaster. So we move the feeder. We, my husband runs and gets the tractor. Um, yeah, we're in our 50s now. So he ran, and then he realized this is a dumbass idea. <laughs> I don't need myself tipping over. So we had to, like, calm down. But you're in that adrenaline energy, right? And all we were focused on was saving this bull's life if we could. So he gets the tractor. We have to, like, use the tractor to haul the bull out of there. And, you know, we're doing this cautiously, gently, but getting it done because this is the only way to save this bull's life. And so I ran to the house and grabbed the kids, and it took all four of us and a tractor to try to prop this bull up. Now, we don't know how long he's been there, probably quite some time, like hours. Well, considering all the melting in the bull hole. And so, and you don't know, he's a bull, right? He's an animal, so he could be all, like, messed up and want to fight. And there's so much that's going on in this situation that your spidey senses and you guys know, you know this, you know when you're in this kind of crisis situation, all your senses are firing, and you're getting it, you're doing it, right? And you're always amazed after. So back to my bull, we, it was insane. Like, I, bottom line is we saved him. Golf four of us, we had to like, my husband, used to steer wrestle so he had to reverse steer wrestle because we needed the bull to get his head up and his circulation going so he could get blood back to all of his limbs because that's what was happening his limbs probably went to sleep right because he was in this strange position I don't have a picture of it because I didn't have my phone with me and really it was just like let's save this bull's life so we get him kind of propped up and we keep trying and he'd flop back down and we kept trying and we have 
one teenager holding his back legs up with the rope so we can maneuver him. My husband reverse steer wrestling. Me and my other teenager pushing hay bales up to prop him so that he could kind of lean on him because we needed his head up. And we would just get there. We had to, like, stay there and prop and hold it for a few minutes. Like, just, we just need him to get in the right. It was, it was not working, not working. And then it sort of did, and then it didn't, and then it sort of did. And it felt like 17,000 hours we were out there, but we, it wasn't quite that long, give or take, right? <laughs> and so then he was shivering, so I went and got a horse blanket, and it was red, kind of entertained. I do think bulls are colorblind. I don't think they really are worried about red, but what do I know? Because here's the funny part. So this red horse blanket's on this bull, and he did not like it, seriously, and uh, flopped around a little more and shook it off. So we picked it up and we moved it, and then he stood up, and he was, like, still, like, some of his limbs weren't quite working, and we'd given him a painkiller first, I should qualify this, because we didn't know exactly what was going to happen, and we had some painkiller from our vet from another bull that got hurt. And so he he was pretty mellow, but he is a mellow bull in the first place, so thank goodness. And so he got up. We all kind of, like, scatter a bit, like, because you don't know. You don't know that he might be mad. Blame us for whatever predicament he got himself in. Anyways, he stood up, and he could only stand on his front knees, but he was up, and he was mobile, and... Yeah, he completely came out of it. It was so weird. So weird coming around that corner and seeing this black and white pile of bull underneath a feeder, and it makes no sense. No sense. And now normally when weird stuff like this happens, my horses, which are in the curl right beside, they watched us the whole time, will like prance around and summon me. My horses are excellent at summoning me. When they were out in the bigger pastures, they would, like, walk all the way around and then come to a gate, this brown gate and this going out this one way. But they couldn't possibly walk back around. They would, like, stand there and summon me until energetically I am like, oh, my horses need me, and I'd have to go open their gate. Like, they're good. There was none of that. The cows didn't act weird, which, again, he should have been mooing and making a ruckus. None of that. It was so interestingly weird. I Sometimes when that happens, it's because there's no hope, right? Like the animal is so far gone, what is supposed to happen, so I don't get to know about it, which is okay with me, right? Because when we can't fix a situation, oftentimes we don't get to intuitively know about it. And that's for our own protection and well-being, Right? And I know personally I couldn't handle it. And so he's fine. He's, like, it's been, what, however many days, three days, and he's good. Like, it's so weird. So then that happened Saturday. Sunday we go and we bring in my Highland and two 4-H animals that are going to have babies right away. And it was all all okay. And then we, my husband had to go do something. He's like, well, do you want to do the outside chores first, and then I'll go do my other errands, or how do you want to do this? And I'm like, no, outside chores first, because actually I wanted a nap. <laughs> it had been a little stressful, because energetically, you know, those of us 
with our magic, we're energetically working just as much as we're physically working, right? And so it takes, it takes a drain on you. Well, I didn't get my nap because we did all our outside chores, and then I came to the house, and it wasn't even 10 minutes later, and my husband comes, he's like, we got to go out. There's a calf. And my regular herd, like, that are not the 4-H special, privileged, catered pets, they aren't supposed to calve for another month just my 4-H animals, and my highlands are calving now, supposed to. So we had to race out there, and there was a calf that was born, and he's a month early. Weird. I mean, I don't know if we've never had that happen before where we actually got to save the calf. We've found it after. So he's all together. So we race out there, and now I need to tell you, we have a lot of snow, and underneath the snow is ice. So bringing animals in is not as easy as it could be. I mean, we have buckets and, and halters for our 4-H animals, so they're easy. A bucket for my highland, she was quite happy. And so we had to get this other cow in. Now, she's not a home-raised cow, and so she doesn't trust us or love us as much as some of the other ones. And it was insane. It, it didn't work. I, I'll write a blog about the whole story because there's lots of things that happened. So we have this adorable little calf, a little black and white calf in the calf sled. It's purple and it's full of straw. And he's like got this awesome little bed. And the mom is following nicely until she wasn't. Like it just, it wasn't the right time and she didn't handle herself well. So needless to say, after trying on foot with a quad and then my big black horse who's beautiful and I love him. And he, he worked so hard. And it just didn't work. They just, it was just how that was going. She was just not, it wasn't. Which, you know, in hindsight, it's probably best because she would probably be worked up and probably step on the calf anyway because he's not, he's not ready. He's weak. So that didn't work. My horse got all sweated up, and then my husband had to jump off the horse because it was icy, and he didn't want him to hurt himself. And then he was trying to chase this cow and scare my horse, and I had to spend an hour calming down my horse. It was just craziness, craziness. And so I had to let, like, Friday's energy was, like, big and spiky. He's got some dash-for-cash barrel racing, horse racing blood in him, and he, you could tell he was, like, energetically, he was, like, ah big spiky energies that to take him in the barn and take him for a walk and let him run around a bit and calm him down give him some treats I had to ground his energy so much sound familiar this is what you have to do when you're in these crisis situation make sure you're stopping for a few seconds and grounding your energy so that you can continue dealing I was grounding the bull's energy. I was grounding that cow's energy. She would have nothing to do with me, though. She, I couldn't reach her at all. She was, like, just checked right out. But I, I work at – so when you're in these situations and you're dealing and other people are helping, make sure you ground their energy, too. Because you can ground yours, but if everybody else around you is all spiky, it's hard. It's, it's not going to work as well. Ground their energy. Visualize or imagine deep thick roots for them also. And when you have all those roots, you know, into the earth, connect them. So you all can work together as a team. It works so well. 
so well. I mean, not, not going to lie, there was a lot of swearing. There was a lot of frustration. And finally we said, okay, let's just save this calf. So we had some colostrum for him, and we had he's getting tube feeding right now because he's just not strong enough. He sucks the bottle for a little bit, but he's just he's not ready. So he has a nice little box stall in the barn, and his name's Edward, and he's doing really okay. We're not sure he's out of the woods yet, but we are hopeful, and we're going to do our best, right? So that was, yeah, that was Sunday. So Monday was a holiday here. It was family day, and we get up in the morning, and I'm like, we need to go check cows because now I'm, like, worried because I'm not getting any, like, hits, but that's not even true. Because I knew that one 4-H cow, Tulip, was going to have her baby, like, immediately. So we go out to check, and we come around the corner, again, around this corner of the corral. And I look in the shed, and there's this red pile kind of by Tulip, and it could be, you know, fertilizer. And I'm like, we better stop. And we're on our way to feed the baby calf. So we hop off the quad, and we go over there, and there's this most adorable red and white speckled calf. Where the red came from, we don't know. But it totally lifted our energy. I could not stop smiling. It is the cutest calf. And it just made things better. You know when you're dealing with so much stuff and you're just not sure and you can totally spiral into that vortex of overwhelming and nothing's going to go right and I shouldn't be doing this because I'm not, I'm not, it's not working so I must be doing something wrong. You know how we do that to ourselves. Make sure you take the time to acknowledge the things that do go right. Yesterday I seriously went out and just hung out in the crawl for a while with the baby calf and my highland. She should calf sometime this week so yay. Oh, and I can't wait to see that calf. I'll be posting it on my Facebook page. Oh, my goodness. And so it just, it was so yay. Like, no other words for it except yay. I mean, the good news is we saved everyone's life. But weird, right? So naturally, I cleared the energy of all of us in the ranch and everything after that. And everybody's doing fine. I'll probably sell this baby as a bottle baby as soon as, you know, a couple weeks are up and it's sucking from a bottle and all healthy and strong and ready ready to do that. But, yeah, so weird. So weird. And so after I'm thinking, like, how, you know, we just get caught in this energy. So at one point my husband was so wrapped up in, you know, making sure this cow gets in, even when it totally wasn't working. And I kept trying to say to him, let's just save the calf. Let's just save the calf. But you know how we do, and it's not just him, we get into that mode of, no, this cow needs to come in. Or whatever situation is, no, this is what needs to happen, this other thing to make this work. And, this, and, and you get like that. You get like so determined is not quite the right word, but you're just laser focused on making this happen and this is what has to happen. And I'm trying to tell him, like, energetically, this cow's not, she's not doing it. There was some yelling at me once that it was my fault that she wouldn't come in. And, well, that didn't go well for him. And then it's a good thing he did hop off my horse because Friday probably would have done a whirly thing because Friday loves me. 
Like, you don't yell at his Shannon. And, like, but we do this, right? I'm guilty of it. And you have to take that step away. Ground your energy and say, is this really going to work? And does it have to? Because now that, you know, the dust settled, he's like, yeah, it's a good thing she didn't come in because she's, she, you know, probably would have killed the calf. Not on purpose, just she's not a calm, cool, collected cow like some of our others, and I don't think she would have handled captivity well, right? Our speckle parks, like, seriously, they're like, hey, this is a spa. <laughs> I'll take this. We have a lineup. We go out to check. And there's a lineup of cows that will come and hang out by us by the crowd, hoping to be let into the bale buffet there. Like, come on. They're like, please, like, I just, you know, we had to kick some of the replacement heifers out of there to make room for the calving ones. And they are mad. They are stomping around trying to figure out how they can get back in on that deal where they get barley every day in a bale buffet because they're like, well, I don't like having to work for my food. Like, no, no, no. It's really funny. But this cow, she, you know, we bought her a few years ago, and they were a wild group. She's not, it's not what would have been best. But we fight that, don't we? Because we fight, you know, what's actually happening because we get stuck in our energy, our minds, that it has to go a different way, and we can't see past that. Human. We're human. That's what we do. That's how it goes. But when we get to look back, which is where we get the best learnings, we realize, oh, okay, that's better. I mean, she is not hanging out at the corral or anything, looking, bawling, looking for her calf. I haven't really heard her moo, and that's not normal. Normally, they would be, like, hunting for the calf, and and edgy even when like her milk is in right now i don't think she has very much though because she's not uncomfortable and she's not looking for a baby the other thing is she might have tried to take the other cow's baby because that has happened i've ever shared that story it totally creeped me out because i'm human a cow is calving had her baby another cow started calving claimed the first one's baby had her the other one and the other one claimed the other one and I'm like no ladies that's just wrong wrong no and it, I was right there watching the whole thing creeped right out <laughs> they were all fine they were all happy and I'm like ah no my humanness right no don't do it yeah they're fine and every time I looked at those calves later I'm like you know yeah I know so we have to be aware, like, our humanness, our who we are, how we look at things, how we do things. We are being forced to shake it up now. Weird things are happening. Unusual things are happening, and we have to deal with them. So make sure that you take those grounding moments so that you can have that clarity and confidence to do what you need to do. After I relayed the whole story to my mom, she's like, I don't know how come you're so calm. Like, I don't know how you did all that. And I'm like, well, you don't have a choice. Because my bottom line was I'm saving their lives. That's, that's what we wanted to have happen. That's the outcome we were looking for, and we were going to do whatever we could to make it happen. And with that, we realized that sometimes it just doesn't work that way, which sucks. <laughs> 
really sucks. It never gets easy. But we're dealing with livestock, and, you know, we care. And so that's just part of the deal, right? Some get born, have great times. Some, it just doesn't work that way. They don't make it. We're still not sure if this little adorable Edward calf is going to make it. We're going to do our best. I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, bizarre. And I still can't wrap my head around how that bull logically got himself in the situation that he did and is now perfectly fine. Oh, and while we're trying to save his life, the other two bulls, we locked them out. They're, like, bellering and creating a fuss, like, oh, we can help. No, you can't. You probably did this. I swore at them a lot, but you know what? It's an amazing stress reliever swearing at my bulls. Mm-hmm. Like, the bulls I have now are so nice and calm, and they don't create havoc for me like some of the other big black Angus bulls used to. I used to swear at them all the time, threaten that they'd become new shoes, sell them and then buy boots, like just entertaining my own self with it all. These ones are way nice. I don't have to swear at them nearly as much. I don't know if that's good or bad. But don't forget you're human, right? Do the best that you can, but to have that clarity and that intuition working for you so you know what's going to how it's going to go, and how you can best help keep your energy grounded. I mean, it's a little bit easier when you're trudging through, you know, two-foot snowbanks to stay grounded because you don't have a choice. But at the same time, you know, and like energetically, I can move a herd of cows by myself. It's just use, tune in. Tune in and use that energy, right? And this cow, no, none of it. Mm-mm. Nope. It would just, that's not where she was energetically. And so there's some situations, I mean, it's easy for me to relate it when it's living beings, right? But some situations are like that. It's just not going to work out the way you want no matter what you do. And we have to find a way to be okay with that. And we have to find ways to realize that it's not something necessarily we did or maybe it is but we have to be okay with that too we are not always going to be right because we don't learn as well then things are not always going to work out the way we want them to because we don't learn that way but they do work out how they're supposed to So, yeah, it was crazy. I had a parent council meeting last night. And they're like, so how's your weekend? And I'm, oh, one of the ladies, she's like, did you have a good weekend? And I said, no, actually, I did not. <laughs> and she was like, oh? <laughs> like, was it what she was expecting? Because she was making small talk. And I'm like, yes, I had cows behaving badly. But it all worked out. So, of course, then there's this sassy part of me yeah, just hanging out here, saving lives. That's what we're doing. Yeah, in freezing cold temperatures. Oh, I was praying for a lot of sun. Mm-hmm. Come on, son, you just have to come out. And my poor horse, he was so sweated up and a little hysterical. Yeah. And then we put a blanket on him, and he went and rolled, but it worked out, yeah. I know. I love him so much. He makes my life just awesome. He's such a character. They All the animals are such characters. I just, it's so much fun. Even when it's stressful and 
making sure they all live because, I mean, that's what we do every day. It is totally fun. So I know not all of you get to have animals in this life that I have, but try to find ways to relate these experiences to you. Like where can you work at staying grounded during a crazy crisis, right? Or where can you work on, you know what, being okay with it not working out how you wanted and realizing there's a reason. You may not know what the reason is for quite some time, or you might. It's, it's all about learning and tuning into those energies. So now, you know, I'm hypervigilant. And I'm going out and I'm checking everybody because energetically they tell me that cow did not. Tulip, the one that just had a baby, she was telling me, yep, yep, going to have a baby. Yep, I'm ready. It was, yeah, it's just interesting. And, you know, it's just part of the deal. When you're psychic, intuitive, have great instincts, you're not always right. You're not always interpreting it correctly. And that doesn't mean that you suck at it. It means you have more to learn, and we all do, right? We all do. So take those moments to bask in the things that do go well so that we can create more of them. Then a bunch of other things happened that were sticky, and then some things happened that were total wins. It was a very intensely busy, energetically over-the-top weekend. I don't know if you guys all experienced that. I'd be interested to hear. It's just bizarre. I'm still having so much trouble wrapping my head around that bull. <laughs> I should take a picture of him and put on because, wow. I'm now calling him Lucky Larry. Yep, I feel like that's appropriate because it's amazing. It, it truly is amazing that he's still with us, and I'm so happy about that. I mean, he's insured, so... Yay, but still, it's not what I want. I like my animals. Sometimes I get too attached, but it's how I roll, and I have to deal with it when it doesn't work out the way I want. All right. So we're getting to the last half of the show. Let's do our guided imagery. So we are going to disconnect cords and then reconnect them again. And we're going to do this to give ourselves this energy reset because I'm just assuming, whether I'm right or wrong, that everybody else had a weird weekend like I did. So let's disconnect anything that's not good for us and then reconnect anything that is. So take a moment to shake up your energy, get a drink if you need to, do what you need to do, and we'll start in just about 45 seconds. So do I think my magic saved the bull? I don't know. Until I have time to not worry and sit with the energy, probably staring at him, I won't know the answer to that. Probably, though, has a big deal to do with it, right? Because that's how connections work. And we do, we do these magic things without even realizing. All right, you guys ready? Do some whew, 
cord disconnecting and connecting so we can have lots of positive energy coming to us to help us. All right. Becoming aware of your breathing. Just notice it for a few moments. Take these moments to gently focus on your breath. Then let's take three big deep breaths as deeply as possible, beginning to release and then letting go. These are the breaths that signal It's time to go within. As the normal, natural breathing begins occurring, imagine a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around. Wafting around your head. Wafting around your neck and shoulders. And with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around, there's a gently and easily releasing and a letting go feeling. Going on, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Across the upper back and circling around through the chest, a warm and nurturing feeling as the breeze continues to comfort. Down both arms, hands, and fingers, releasing and letting go. And with every breath taken, perhaps there may begin to be some wondering, is it a breathing of the breeze or is the breeze breathing me? With every breath, the breeze continues, circling around through the mid-back and around through the solar plexus. Every breath drifting deeper now. The gentle sensations 
of the warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through the belly, releasing and letting go. Releasing and letting go. Becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. The breeze continues. Moving around. Around thighs. Knees, calves and ankles, and around through feet, now and with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease. Being at one with the breeze. And the breeze still gently, easily moving all around and all through. So that at five, Four, three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply relaxed. Deeply, deeply relaxed. And the door of your imagination is comfortably open and opening even wider now as all of the senses heighten. Beginning to be aware of your personal energy. Noticing tugs and pulls here and there, all around in the mind space. area from the skin outwards, six inches of space and beyond. Imagining now, sensing the cords of energy that are plugged into your energy, that are draining or uncomfortable, those tugs and pulls, dropping those cords now. Imagining, even cutting them, pulling them out, disconnecting, and continuing. Becoming aware of your energy cords that are plugged into others or plugged into places or situations that are draining or uncomfortable. Dropping those cords, 
releasing them. Imagine cutting them, pulling them out, disconnecting from any person, anywhere, or anything. Now, completely disconnected, just simply be. Then opening to imagining. Somewhere, somehow, from out there it comes. Calling it forward. And it comes. The pure, positive energy light. It comes as a helper today for cleansing and clearing and to continue the disconnecting process. And then reconnecting by your choice. So, to imagine that this pure, positive energy light comes down all around and all through head, neck, and shoulders. And as it comes through, it is cleansing and clearing the energy, almost like it is combing through and removing any remaining tangles or tugs and pulls, removing any remaining discomfort. The pure, positive energy light continues flowing down arms, hands, and fingers, cleansing and clearing as it goes and each breath continually drifting deeper and deeper, more comfortably now. Down the spine, the pure positive energy light cleanses and clears, and circulating through the center of you. Upper back, mid-back, lower back, and around and down through the chest, solar plexus, abs. All the while, it is cleansing and clearing the energy. Continue going deeper and deeper now. The pure, positive energy continues its mission to cleanse and clear. and being graced with its energy down both hips into thighs, knees to calves, and finally around the ankles, heels, feet, and out through the toes. Letting go. The pure, positive energy light is doing its good work for which it is meant to do. 
and it now becomes like a shower of light all around and all through. Showering down upon, the pure positive energy light showers the very being. Not only does it go into the very cellular structure, through those cells into every nook and cranny of the being, but also from deep within now. It turns and moves from within into the mind space, from the skin outward six inches of space and more, cleansing and clearing and combining through the energy making it buoyant, vibrant, and alive. A new kind of beingness, a lighter sense of being is yours, feeling totally alive and vibrant. And taking a few moments moments to reflect, just feel, remember what really feels good. Just take these moments to do that.
Now, let's choose to send out energy cords to the people, places, and situations that are meaningful to plug into. Reconnecting from inside to what is good, positive, and true outside. Then, choose to bring in the cords of energy from people, places, and situations that are wanted, allowing reconnecting from the outside in. And once again, all is well. The pure, positive energy light commingles now with personal energy and experience the lighter sense of being. Anytime disconnecting and reconnecting in a way that is just right for you into the pure, positive energy light alignment at zero. Now to reinforce the positives of this experience. And now one, two, Three, four, five. Eyes open wide awake. Say your first name out loud. Eyes open wide awake. Go ahead and say your first name out loud. Nice. This should help you tune in and connect to what you want to connect to and let go what you don't want to connect to. Sometimes it feels like that's easier to do and then other times. We got this, though. Well, I'm sending you all a big blessing, and I'm going to go check my cows. So happy Wednesday, and I hope the rest of the week is calm, if that's what you would like it to be. (laughs) And right back at me, right? Thank you. Big hugs. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot com.